the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. This building will be our new building. And God was giving me an opportunity. To sow into somebody. Because see, the Bible says what you make happen for. God will make happen for you. So when I heard that, I said, Holy Spirit said, Jomo, that's an opportunity. See, what we say, we see giving as an obstacle. Versus an opportunity. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Today we're starting part two of my series, When I Give. Part two is entitled, Modeling My Master. When I give, I am modeling my master. There's a statement that says, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. They also say, if it's a good fruit, it must have come from a good root. The greatest form of flattery is imitation. God gave his only begotten son for you. Then God asked Abraham to give his son for him. So as I look at the model that God has for us, he will always ask us for something that's important to us. Not to receive, but to see where your heart is. Because ultimately, that's where your treasure lies. Matthew 6, 21 says, for where your heart is, that's where your treasure is also. Today we'll be teaching from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And we're going to start in verse 1. Now, brothers and sisters, we want to tell you about the grace of God. Everyone say grace. Which has been evident in the churches of Macedonia, awakening in them a longing to contribute. This was kind of astonishing because the church didn't have a lot, but yet they had a desire. For during an ordeal of severe distress, their abundant joy and their deep poverty together overflowed in the wealth of their lavish generosity. For I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave voluntarily. For Paul to testify means they had to do something special. You know, when you say, I got to testify because, see, what I'm about to tell you is something that's, everyone say, unusual. Unusual. Verse 4, begging us insistently for the privilege of participating in the service of the support of the saints. It's a privilege to give. Because here's what you don't, we may not understand. Every soul that gets saved, you get a piece of that on your account. I'm going to say it again. Every soul that's saved here or wherever church you went to or been to, 
that you've contributed to support, you get a piece of that on your scorecard. I'm going to say that one more time. When you support the kingdom of God in winning souls, it goes on your account. The greatest crown in heaven is the soul winner crown. So you may not be able to preach or teach, but you can support those who preach and teach. And now all of a sudden, it goes on. Oh, glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Not only did they give up materially, as we had hoped for, but first they gave themselves to the Lord. Before you can ask for my wallet, you have to have my heart. If a person has your heart, your wallet comes with them. So when you can't get them to give you something, you don't have to ask where their heart is. Because it's not with, oh, it got tight right there, didn't it? <laughs> no, really. Because when you have, so what he's saying is, before they gave materially, first they gave themselves. The most valuable thing you can give a person is yourself. And when you give yourself everything that comes with you, is a part of the package. I knew that Charmaine was the one. The one. Everyone said the one, the one, the one. She didn't even know that she's the one. Your mic on, babe? I didn't hear you say that. Say it again. That's good because I Amen. didn't know when I was the one. She didn't know she was the one either. <laughs> when was I the one? You were the one. <laughs> Let's not go there. We in church. <laughs> No, 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 for real, for real, for real, for real. Uh, I knew she was the one. Now, I didn't know she was the one when I say it. I knew she was the one now. Now, this is brothers being truthful. You thought she was the one, but it took a couple years before you found out, you know what? That was a good decision. You know, initially, like, if any brother would be honest right now, you know, you don't, don't, don't raise your hand, blink. Because, you know, in the beginning, you kind of, yeah, but. I knew for me, it was 1998, it was February. I'm about, I'm about, 1998, February. And uh, I, I got my draft rating, and they rated me the seventh. Mel Kuyper had me ranked the seventh defensive end coming out. So my agent said, if you're the seventh defensive, defensive end, you're probably a second or third round draft pick. He said, that means your sign and bonus will be about $800,000. I said, to God be the glory. I said, order my truck. So he went to, he, so he ordered me a Lincoln Navigator. Praise the Lord. Broke is all get out, y'all. Broke is all get out. I said, a Navigator? I'm not even drafted yet. What kind of fool orders a car? Ain't even got a job yet. I'm so, I want to kick myself. I want to, you know, you know, you know when you do something and you just want to kick yourself because you, I didn't even just do that. I want to bought my mama car too. Just, just, just plain, just stupid. I wish I could have that money back now. But anyway, I tried to kick myself, didn't I? I just tried to kick myself. Who does that? I mean, what pastor actually tries to kick himself in church? Okay. Anyway, so 
I ordered, I ordered the truck, and uh, I had two sets of keys. She's not my wife. It's brand new. The Navigator came out in 98, fresh off the lot. I got two sets of keys. I'm debating to myself. I know one is mine. <laughs> Actually, I know both are mine. But should I really give her a key? Because if I give her a key, that means she got access. So when I gave the key, I didn't even think about it like I think about it now. Because see, play a rule number one. What? <laughs> you keep all keys. <laughs> but I'm not a player anymore. But that's one of them rules. But, but when I realized today, I said, I gave you the keys to a brand new vehicle. We not married. We got no paperwork. We got nothing. You could have just took the car and just went. I said, I must have really trusted you. Looking back, I'm not saying I don't, because obviously I'm here 20 years in the game. To God, I'm locked in. I'm done. I'm about to resign my contract <laughs> for an extension. Amen. We'll negotiate that. On May 9th. Um, yeah, May 9th, we'll negotiate the contract <laughs> extension. <laughs> I'm trying to think 20, 10 years to try to figure that one out. See if I do a longer-term contract, I can commit you for a longer period of time. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Ever, ever, ever. Here's the reality. Until God has your heart, you will always struggle with giving. Always. Because you still think it's yours. Because, see, if I give you my life, what is it for me to give you stuff? Because I already gave you the most important thing I've got, my life. So when I'm struggling with that, that means I'm struggling with, am I sure I want to give my life to God? Right. I, um, I had a, it wasn't a revelation. It was, it was a teaching moment in Phoenix when we were trying to find the church that we wanted to become members of after we got saved. Because we got saved in Pastor Aeneas's, um family room. So we didn't really have a home church at the time, so we were visiting churches. And we went to this one church, and, you know, a pastor pulled up in a Rolls Royce in the front, and it was like a big spectacle, him coming in. And I'm just thinking, I'm not going to give this dude my money, you know? It just, it didn't feel right. The whole service, it was real, just weird. Just, it just didn't feel right. And you could see that membership, the members, some of the members were struggling, and then the pastor's pulling up in a Rolls Royce, and he had all this stuff. And it was just like, I'm not going to give him the, I'm not going to support that. So when I went back to Pastor Nias' wife, and I said, you know, I was telling her my experience at this church and everything. And she said, who are you giving the money to? Are you giving the money to the pastor, or are you giving it to God? Because... And I was like, well, I, I guess I'm giving it to God, but he's the one that's physically getting it. You know, she's like, no, you can't think like that because you, you're supposed to do your part. You're saved. You're a Christian. You're supposed to do your part. If he's doing something wrong with the money, then he's going to be held accountable for that. You're not going to be held accountable for what he does. So it kind of freed me. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. 
Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, five benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's five keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship. But when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. When we were looking for churches and where you could, you know, you receive the Word, you know, you're not giving it to man, you're giving it to God. And if somebody misappropriates funds, I mean, we don't want to go to jail, so... We're I'm not good. ready to start my prison ministry. Right. It'd it be past to go to jail, okay? Right. So, you know, but. No. Praise the Lord. I, I had to learn that because if you always think you're giving it to a person, you can second guess giving, period. But if you know that you're always giving it to God and that's where your heart is, 
then you don't worry about Ooh, that's good. where your money is going once you Ooh, give God. it to God. There's a scripture, uh, Holy Spirit, bring it to me. The Bible says uh, God will give you shepherds after his own heart. So if you can't trust the shepherd that you're going to, then you have to question why you're there. Because God will call you to a shepherd who has his heart. That's right. Yeah. So if you struggle with it, you got to find a place where you trust. Because again, God will lead you to a place and spirit will bear witness with spirit. That's good. So you, yeah, glory to God. And that's why we have a church full of giving people. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because we do a lot of outreach. Yeah. Romans 8.32, look what it says. This is Jesus' perspective, Paul's perspective on Jesus. Since he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Point taken. If if God would give Jesus, what are you worrying about that bill for? He's already showed you his heart to you by giving you the best. So he's saying the word. If he gave you Jesus, what makes you think he won't give you everything else? Back in the second Corinthians eight. So we urge Titus, everyone say Titus. Paul is calling him out. He didn't say the church, he says Titus. He says, so I urge you, Titus, that as he began in it, we should also complete this gracious work among you as well. Paul is encouraging Titus to stay in faith. Everyone say, stay in faith. I can tell when a person's faith is shaky, they pull back. You know when you start getting shaky, everything gets pulled back. Because I'm no longer in faith right now. I'm looking at my situation and my circumstance. Glory to God. I remember there was a season when... uh, when I was in transition between uh, my business and starting a ministry, and I didn't have any income, and I tied on my potential income. And people said, boy, Charmaine said, boy, you're so crazy. I said, well, I'm, 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 t- I'm showing God the level I want to be on. Now, I'm not telling you to do this, okay? I'm not recommending this for you, because everyone's level of faith is different. That's right. God says, he says, according to your measure of faith. I've always kind of had stupid faith, okay? My, my father-in-law would say, Jomo, you try anything. You, exp- you know, I'm going to be a risk taker. Now, I've lost a lot, but I've won a whole bunch more. Praise God. Amen. So I won, I, I, I'm a faith walker. So I'm go- we built the church with no loan, just saying, look, let's start. Who does that? No backup plan, no parachute. And look where we are. Paid off. By what? All the promises of God are received by faith. So, and the Bible says in Hebrews eleven six, it's impossible to please God without faith. Faith pleases God. Here's another one. God is not moved by need. God is moved by faith. There's always going to be needy people. That doesn't move God. Faith moves God. You want God to move? Faith. That's what moves God. Glory to God. Verse 7. But just as you excel in everything and lead the way in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in genuine concern, and in your love for us, see that you excel in your gracious work for of giving also. Look at this. Gracious work. He says, okay, I, I love how you serve. I love how you sing. I love how you praise. I love how you study. I love, he says, but. He says, in every area I want you to excel. Sometimes we put a cap on our giving. 
in reference to this is my level. And that's fine. Praise God. Sometimes we have to graduate from the $100 to the $200 level. It's like everyone say graduate. You graduate. Praise God. I mean, I was on a prayer call 10 days, no, last month. Bishop Hilliard had a prayer call, so I'm just on the call listening. Praise God, because I'm always seeking wisdom. Everyone say seek wisdom. Seek wisdom. He, he's further along down the line than I am. So I said, let me seek wisdom. Let me listen. So he said, man, we have 300 pastors on the line today. Praise God. And he was talking about the Dream Center. Dream Center. I said, okay, what's the Dream Center? No, it's called, it's called Love City. I said, oh, Love City, Love First, Holy Spirit talking to me. Glory to God. He says, right now we're in the final stage of Love City. Love City is the largest Christian camp in this particular area. For, for children. And he said, we have 300 pastors and the bill is 300000 What if every pastor gave $1,000 right now? And I said, I rebuke you, devil. I rebuke you. Because <laughs> anytime, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I said, babe, I said, uh, they're asking. I said, she's like, well, you know, Jim, I've been thinking about giving some money. I said, what? Of course, confirmation. I just didn't have the, I used to have the, his envelopes. So when we, we would just, do the calls, we would, we, just, send some money. we would just send money. But I ran out of envelopes, and I was like, man, I got to call the ministry to get yeah. some more envelopes sent. And Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway. They said they needed an offering. Yeah, so I went online, did what I had to do, praise God. And I said, you know what? Thank you, Lord. Because you know, you know what I realized? This building will be our youth building. That's right. And God was giving me the opportunity. To sow into somebody Because, see, the Bible what you make happen for, God will make happen for you. So when I heard that, I said, Holy Spirit said, Jomo, that's an opportunity. See, what we say, we see giving as an obstacle versus an opportunity. So when God, I said, I said, okay, Lord, I'm sowing the seed, glory to God, for this building. We ain't even into the process yet. But God, so what I realized, God will give you every opportunities to promote yourself. And in every area, he wants you to grow. If you're going to grow spiritually, you should grow in every area of your faith walk. Everyone say grow. Verse 8. I'm not saying this, this is good. I'm not saying this to command you, to dictate to you, but to prove by pointing out the enthusiasm of, of others and the sincerity of your love as well. I will never tell you what you have to do. Paul is saying, I'm not going to command you. I'm not your master. I'm not your Lord. But you have to make a choice for your, everyone say for yourself. You can't command love. Love's a choice. Under the New Testament, God says, the Old Testament was, you better love me. New Testament is, I died for you. Love me. God, love is not forced. If you feel, okay, let me say it this way. Anybody been to church? Where they say, lock the doors, we got to raise the offering, raise your hand. Anybody been there before? Lock the door, lock, ain't nobody leaving nobody else. We got to raise $100. I need, I need, is there a $5, $5 line, $10 line, $0.10 cent line, $0.20 cent line, 30 Man, I, I was in a church, man, and, and I said, look, please stop. I'll write the check. Please, please so stop. I'll write funny. the check. He was like, we need to go home. What's the budget? Because he kept saying, we need to meet the budget. We need to meet I get the frustrated. I, like, oh, I get real Lord. frustrated. I get. I, say, I can't do this. No, 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 no. What's the budget? I'll write the check right now. I want to get out of here. I don't. I, I don't feel. You know. I, didn't know what I the don't. Was. I don't like that pressure. Anybody been at that pressure where you feel? You know. You just feel guilty. You feel shame. Like, I'm, get me out of here, please, please, please. And I was a preacher. I couldn't go. So they're doing an offering, and I said, I don't. I don't. I said, please. I said, I said, what's the budget? They said, five dollars. I said, I write it. And I. That's probably the worst. I, I probably haven't preached that bad in a long time. I just feel all just. 
discombobulated. You don't want to give out a fear either. I, I, I never, ne you should never give out a fear, compulsion, guilt, right. badgering. Listen, God is good. God is faithful. Yes, Amen. Is. Amen. And, Amen. Hallelujah. So we give out a love. We give out a love. Verse 9. For you are recognizing more clearly the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, his astonishing kindness, his generosity, his gracious favor, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. Pastor, what do you mean by that? For him to leave heaven, to come here. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something.